Hi, I'm David. And I'm Shay. And you're listening to Board on the Air on CFCR, a weekly radio show where we talk about board games and board game related topics. On tonight's show, we are going to cover the news. And as a special treat, we are going to go over the games we played on our yearly trip out to the lake. Uh, we spent the whole week there last week, and I got a whole bunch of games in. I got some. I had to come out on the weekend because I had to work, but I managed to get more than I usually do. Yes, you were very enthusiastic towards games this weekend. Yes. Well, I, was, I had to do research for this yeah. show. See? See what she does for you people? I work hard. Yes, and I agree. <laughs> uh, so in honor of that, we are going to start with the news. And it is a fairly beefy news section because Gen Con was this weekend Woo-hoo! as well. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Gen Con is probably the biggest gaming convention, convention down in the States. It's in Indianapolis. I'd say North America. In North America. That's, yeah. That would be a good uh, a statement, yeah. yeah. And it's where most of the new North American games get released. In a couple of weeks to a month is uh, Essen, which it's is the, where it's over in Europe. That's and Europe that's one. where the rest of the stuff gets announced. Yeah. You think Essen is bigger than Gen Con? Essen is huge. Okay. Yeah. From, from everything I've read, it is a monstrosity. And did Dice Tower start Gen Con? I was talking about this in the car on the way home, but... No. Okay. No. They're Dice, just big there. Dice Tower sh- goes there. Uh, Dice Tower has their own two conventions. Now. Right. Or well, three technically if you if you count the carnival. Right. Okay. Or the cruise, right. Uh, so let's start with the news. And last year at this time, they announced Keyforge, a uh, brand new car- de- deck building game. Uh, there's been one expansion since. And on the weekend, they announced another expansion called Worlds Collide. Uh, for those of you that don't remember... Keyforge is a deck of cards uh, like magic, but every deck is unique and you can't add anything to it. So what you get is what you play. And who makes that one? That is Final Fantasy. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, Last week, Raiders of the North Sea came out on digital version. So on the App Store. Uh, It's fairly pricey right now. I think it's about $13, $14 Canadian. Yeah. not sure if I'm going to get it. I love the game, uh, but... That's a lot of money for an app, yeah, considering I'll... we have the game and the mat and everything. Exactly. It, it, the nice thing I like about digital apps is you can whip off a game in, a, I'm going to say, 25% of the time of a regular game, usually. Oh, absolutely. A new one that looks really interesting is called Gates of Delirium was announced. Uh, the creators did Lotus, which is a Trek or trick-taking car or tableau building card game uh this one is set in the cthulhu realm as always but you're playing one round insanity one round insanity <laughs> so oh, you're going okay. back yeah. and forth so in sanity and insanity <laughs> perfect uh so yeah and there's different ways to score in both rounds b- different actions you can take in both uh, states so looks cool uh, Asmodee announced a new game studio called Unexpected Games. Uh, it's it's the going to be headed by the person that did Battlestar Galactica, Star Wars Rebellion, and Monsters of Mash and F- Monsters of Madness First Edition. So he's got some pretty solid street cred behind him. Uh, so I'm curious what's what's going to come out because those, be those games are have a lot of uh, loyal following. I'm not sure if I mentioned this last week, but there is a new villainous expansion coming. Uh, this is the Disney game where uh, everybody has their own, your own deck, character, your own goals, 
and a lot of take that to it. It is a very take that game. It was it was fun. I still haven't played it again to see if with a different character I have a more enjoyable time. But yeah, so the the three ones are probably pretty popular. Uh, Scar from Lion King, Isma from Emperor's New Groove, and Radigan. Uh, personal favorite from the great most yeah, detective. See, he says three of them pretty popular, but let's be honest. Most people only know the first two. We said Radigan, and I was like, and that is, but okay, the great most so detective, I guess. To add some culture to the to the show, yeah, right. the great most detective is set in London. Uh, it's very it's Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes, Holmes. Yeah. as mice. And the bad guy's a rat who thinks he's a mouse, doesn't like to be called a mouse. Perfect. Yeah. You're just dating yourself is all you're doing. Yes. Very good show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Zombie side, second edition. Uh, they're they're going to tweak the rules, but I thought they had done that with Black Plague, Green Flag, and the latest invasion. So maybe they're going to continue that or, or just streamline it a little bit is what they talked about. Something about doors. I, I've never played any of them. Uh, I know Adam has them. We should try, probably we should try, try them, them sometime. Yeah. One that looked really neat but it's just a basic game. It's called Fairy Season, uh, as in, uh, you know, magical fairies. Yes. And your goblin's hunting fairies, and it's trick-taking. So <laughs> nothing fancy about it, but it sounded like a fun prom- premise. And, fairy and Season. The, and the cards season. looked pretty. Yeah, exactly. We just need ru- <laughs> need uh, Bugs Bunny. and just some Bugs Bunny in there. Uh... Uh, through the Ages expansion. Uh so this is based on Through the Ages, the, the new civilization game. Uh, this is a game that we own. It's on my shelf of shame. I have not got it to the table yet. Mm-hmm. Me and Jordan have looked at it. I, I need to learn it, play it, and then teach it to your mother. Yeah. Because I think she will like this one, but she has no interest because the first teach went very, very poorly. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing about this expansion is it's going to be released on digital first. So... The app through the through the ages app is very very popular and people like it a lot, so they're going to release it on there and then at Essen you're going to be actually be able to actually get the physical copy of it. Okay, interesting decision. It it is very interesting, but uh, we'll see how it works. Uh, Imperial settlers fans, uh, this one I believe has been announced, but it's out now. It's called Empires Emperor Empires of the North, and it. It looks to almost be a two-player game, too. I haven't seen a whole lot of it, but it's very colorful, very nice. Uh, this one got uh, released at Gen Con, plus they announced the first expansion on it. Okay. I'm always concerned when they announce the expansion that quickly into a game's life cycle, but I guess if it's well, successful, you want to do something to keep its shelf life. And they announced this game at Gen no, Con? No, it, it, it got it's announced been out for a little bit? while. It got a lot of buzz after uh, the last conference. I can't even think of the name of it. There's been so many lately. Uh, not PAX. I don't know. I forgot which one it was. It wasn't yeah. uh, the the German one, was it? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. So whichever the last big one in the States before Gen Con. Uh, so yeah. So they got an expansion at, at Gen Con. Uh, Ishtar is another game that's been announced recently. This is from Bruno Cathala, who's... He's done Five Tribes. Okay. He's a very popular designer, makes abstract strategy pretty games. Cool. Uh, really like a lot of his stuff. Uh, this one is another tile laying game that looks really cool. And we have whipped through the news there. Excellent. Lots of interesting stuff coming through. 
less less uh, awards. We're we're past award season. We're now into announcing season. Yeah, so, the the last lots big of awards new games. were last week. Yeah. Uh, lots of games, and once more, once Essen comes, there'll be more. It'll be another big news sec- session. Perfect. Okay. You Welcome. Are list- oh, oh. So would you like to do it? You could, you I think it's go. me. My turn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You are listening to CFCR. This is Board on the Air. We are talking about board games and board game related topics. We have just finished the news and we're going to jump into our special of the week, which is what we've been playing except for the whole time because we just had a really awesome play session on the long weekend at our lake. Best place to play games, really. It's just so nice and quiet. You can play outside. It's a blast. Yeah, it's so at our lake, we have a uh, awning or uh, a gazebo. A gazebo. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for. That has that has sides that you can roll down. So whether it's windy or not windy, you can play it, outside. It was awesome. We we rolled them down. You didn't even have to do it all the way, but it kept the wind from blowing the cards off the table. But you still got sun and you still got air. It wasn't so bad. Yeah, so it, it was wasn't really super nice. hot in there. Yeah, it's it, it's just really really fun. We we bring a foldable table with us with our play mat, and it just makes for a good time to play games and and a good way to get through a lot of games that you know either we haven't played in a while we haven't played in a while or just try some new stuff out. yeah uh so here's a list of the games that i know we played i think shay's played a few more than than what was on my list uh so just one azul dice hospital space base minara that's pretty clever azul stained glass Deus, Gugon, Orleans with the Trade and Intrigue expansion, and Tsukiyumi. I have just one, which you mentioned, Dice Hospital, Space Base. I got to try Raiders of the North Sea, which you guys always raved about. But yeah, you forgot to put it on your list. Um, Raiders of the North Sea, which you guys have raved about, and I really couldn't wait to play it. Uh, Cards Against Humanity I threw on there. I know it's more of an experience, but I think it counts. Uh, you also forgot to put Escape. And I got to try it with the Curses expansion, which was fun. And I threw on an app one on here because we have our iPad that has a whole bunch of board games on it. And this morning I decided to just toss in a game to play, decided to play Ticket to Ride. And I did the Pennsylvania one, which I didn't realize is different because there are bonds. No, what are they? Stocks. Stocks that you can yeah. get, which you don't get in the regular Ticket to Ride game. You so also played fun. Patchwork. I also, I started Patchwork. Okay. I didn't throw it on here because I didn't know if there was a real board game version of yep. it. Um, I started playing it. I didn't get to finish it because we had to patch it, pack up to go home. And but, Potion Explosion. And Potion Explosion, which I didn't like at all because I didn't, I needed to play a tutorial of some sort. <laughs> but Patches, Patchwork was really, really cute. I, I want to finish that game. It was adorable. So thankfully, she uh, put a couple of ones that I haven't logged plays for. So now I can log the plays for them. Uh, let's start with Raiders of the North Sea, which you already mentioned. Yeah. Uh, one of my probably two or three favorite games. I think I rated it second for the year. Oh, did you? Wow. Or set at that yeah. point, right? Uh, Raiders of the North Sea from Shem Phillips, same person that does Architects of the West Kingdom, yep. upcoming Paladins of the West Kingdom, uh, the newly announced Architects of the West Kingdom expansion. Uh, he's from New Zealand. He, he just, his mech. The way his take on worker placement games speaks to me. I I love it. Mm -hmm. I just think they're great. Uh, Raiders of the North Sea boils down to you place a worker, you take a worker. You're going to do two actions per turn other than when you're raiding. Yes. Okay. So when you're doing the two actions, you're getting goods, you're getting cards. Money. uh, 
yeah, so there's coins, there's provisions, which you need to raid, there's cards, mm -hmm. uh, you play cards to put them on your boat, you can have up to five sailors on your boat, or five barbarian Vikings, yep. uh, you know, you're upgrading your armor, yeah. There's a lot of things to do that you, you can do with your characters besides just raiding. I think we also played with two expansions. Yeah, we played with Fields of Fame and Hall of Heroes. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, if if you play the base game and like it, both expansions are mandatory must-get. They add so much to the game, but don't take away from where that base game's I, subtlety is. I, I couldn't tell in the game because we played with the expansions it, which were the expansions like yeah. it, it felt very you know everything melded pretty well there was only one thing that i didn't do too much with but it would have been pretty helpful if i think if i had done more which was the little quest cards or yeah. uh mix cards where you can pay stuff to get victory points basically yeah. i really enjoyed this game like and as you guys know, I am not a worker placement fan, uh, not especially not a strict worker placement where that's the main idea. Like you're placing a worker and you're getting something. This one is what I would consider. It looked a lot like a strict worker placement. It played a lot like a strict worker placement, but just the mechanism was slightly different that made it super enjoyable. I liked that you always had somewhere to put your guy. And then you got to pick one up and take that action too. So you weren't necessarily... I never found myself stuck without anything. Yeah, you you can't block a person in that game per se. Yeah, you can put something where somewhere, someone might want to put something. Yep. But then that just means they have to take another action first and then take your guy. Yeah, right? and that's the real get you in this game is there's certain order you're, you're trying to do things. And if there's a person on there and you you can't do it, that can really, mm -hmm. it, it messes with you enough, but yeah. not to the point where you, you're I never, stuck anywhere. Like, what was the, the worker placement that I played recently that I wasn't a huge fan of? Uh, viticulture. Viticulture. I, I had issues with viticulture because we played four people. There's three spaces. I was constantly finding myself not able to do something I wanted to do because that was, you know, there were people there. It was completely full. And there's only so many that you can like push somebody out of the way, right? Yep. So this game, I never found myself stuck. There was always something that I could do. I maybe didn't do what I was, what I needed to do early enough, but I still ended up, I like I came out third, third of four people, yep. but I ended up really close to the leaders. Well, between uh, because all of a good us, move, I so. think there was six points between first to fourth in that one. Yeah, it was not. We were not far away from each yeah. other. Uh, the other thing we played with in this game is I bought the and neoprene mat. It was amazing. And it, uh, I, I, I've had discussions on the show here about not liking neoprene mats. Yeah. Replacing board games if it's just a straight replacement. This one included all the spaces from both expansions. Mm -hmm. And redesigned it a little bit so it uh, it really showed well and it was beautiful. Like yeah. the coloring, everything. There was nothing that looked muted on it. You could read everything. It was it was a gorgeous mat. Uh, that was kind of the reason why I picked it out because we were just like, hey, we should play something. And I saw the mat and I'm like, that sounds cool. This is a game I haven't played before. So I pulled it out, had a blast. What would have been cool, and I mean, it would have cost way more than what uh, we paid for this one is if they had made it bigger so you could have the player boards on it because those were still cardboard and they didn't lay flat so it would have been it would have been cool if there was a space for that but that would raise the price of the neoprene mat right yeah 
just <laughs> a, a little spin on that. So the game boards come in one of the expansions. The base game doesn't yeah. have those game boards. Oh, okay. Uh, when you open it up, it stays somewhat raised. Uh, you try and bend it the other way. doesn't lay flat. Uh, I saw Shem Phillips talking about this on Instagram one day, saying how it was some of the feedback he's received. They've figured out a way to do this in Paladins of the West Kingdom, where any board you open up is going to lay flat no matter what. Which is awesome. I'm glad that they took the feedback and such. So th this one, it was a little annoying, yeah. but you know what? It worked out in the end. And I thought all the pieces were really nice. You know, yep. most of them were, I think some of them came with the expansion, but most of them were wooden pieces. It, the base game comes with the metal coins, which is really cool. Yep. The only thing that annoys me about this is all the pieces are so nice, shaped uniquely, like they're really cool. And then the provisions are cardboard cutouts. It, it really stands <laughs> out when you look at the rest of the game. Yeah, it, it feels like they were doing stuff, doing stuff, doing stuff, and then they went, oh, we're out of time. Let's just do it on cardboard. Yeah, uh, so he has a big box you can purchase, which holds both expansions and the base game, and it comes with wooden provisions. Which would be cool. Uh, yeah, it's, it's something I'm looking at. It's on my Christmas list right now. Uh, you can fit everything into the base game. Uh, the box won't sit flat, yep. but it will fit. You just got to take all the, the plastic out. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, another new game that we tried last week or recently is Just One. Yes. This uh, is more, we'll just say this right now. It is more of a party game. This it is, is a strict party game. It is a party game only, but it was so much fun. Yeah. If you're looking for a, you know, in the, it, it would be a clean party game too, if you're with the right people. Um, I would say not. it's pretty hard not to be clean. It's, it's pretty easy to stay clean in this game. Yeah. There's certain ones where it's harder, but... You know, it, it was a fantastic game. This one's... Uh, I'll, I'll take the explanation on this okay. one if that's cool. Best way to describe it is you take a card. It has a list of words on it. You do not look at this list of words. You place it in front of you. You give a number. That is the word that the all the other players have to give you clues for. So you're trying to guess this word. So everybody writes down a one-word clue that is supposed to connect or describe this word you have. Similar to uh, um, any other word guessing game, it can't be in the same family. You know, there's the rules for what you can and can't put down. The twist for this one is if, and nobody can see what each other is writing, they show it to the players. If anybody has the same clue written down, they get knocked out of the game. And the person who is guessing cannot see that clue. Which is really fun. Knocked out of the round. Sorry, sorry, knocked out of the round. So you, you that clue is not shown. You're silent. You can't do anything. And it adds a nice spin to a basic word guessing game, right? Because you can all have really obvious clues. But if everybody puts that obvious clue, you can have one that nobody has any idea what it means, right? Yeah, like, you know, as it's a cooperative game. You start with 13 cards and your goal is to get all of the thir those 13 cards guessed or yeah. those 13 words that you're going to go for guessed. And as Shay says, you know, you, we played with six, six players plus a guesser. So seven people. Yep. And it was really interesting how many people put the same thing or the times Biz when we when people did when it. nobody put the there same were, stuff. There were ones that were so easy and everybody had different clues for it, which was incredible. We couldn't believe it. The, the thing I noticed uh, as we played over the week is 
a word comes up and everybody sees it so differently. Yeah. Like, and it, but it's not bad. It's a good thing because it gives people more of an idea of what that word is going to be. Oh, exactly. Like one of my favorite ones actually that we had, our, the person guessing it had no idea what it was, but Buffy came up. Yeah. And I think all but one of us were relating to the show, if not all of us were relating to the show. Pretty I think, darn close. I think all of us were related to the show, but none of us had the same answer. There was stuff yeah. like cheerleader, angel, show. I put Whedon because Joss Whedon is yeah. the person who created it. Vampire. Vampire, slayer. And so we all had different answers that all related to this thing. And it was crazy because, you know, you would think people would put very similar clues for it. Yep. Yeah, it's a really solid game. Uh, it just won Spiel de Jar. And honestly, it's it takes... I'm going to say two minutes to teach this game. Absolutely. And, and that's, ex, that's, ex, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's if somebody a, really doesn't yeah, get it. Yeah. It is so easy to learn, so easy to play. And it's hilarious sometimes because you can get really out there clues and just their faces when they see it. It's just yeah. so funny. Great components. Uh, you get plastic bases that you write on with dry erase markers that come off super clean. There is love dry erase after markers. playing all week with, <laughs> with this game. There was no marks on those plastic. And you know what? I would like to give kudos to whoever made those plastic pieces. Because on one side, it's flat where you write your clue. And on the other side, it holds the card for everybody to see the, the word yep. you're guessing. And I just love that very simple base that they've made for this game to work properly. So you don't need too many pieces. Yeah, for a 20 to $30 game, there, there's decent components yeah. to this game. Uh what else did we play? Azul, we've talked about on the game. Absolutely. Uh, great lake game. Uh, easy to teach, easy to play. Yeah. Uh, we played both the base game and the second version, Stained Glass. Uh, both play very differently. No. Both are solid games. Uh, I think I still prefer the base game to Stained Glass. I, You know, as you play Stained Glass, it grows on you. Yeah. But I I like the control I have in the base game, yes. I find I don't have as much control in stained glass, but stained glass has way more variability to That's it. That's true. It, it's The replayability of stained glass seems to be higher, but I remember it being very confusing to learn. Um, and it just, it's just doesn't flow as nicely for me as the base one does. Yeah, I would say stained glass is a step more complicated than base Azul, mm -hmm. but it is worth playing multiple times to get that complexity turned down because there is a solid game under that complexity. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I want to throw in here Escape. We've talked about Escape before. It is a dice rolling game. Every it's, It is exactly 10 minutes long because you do it to a soundtrack. It's real-time strategy. Real-time strategy. You are exploring rooms in a dungeon, basically. I describe this. This is like my childhood. There was this TV show on Nickelodeon or something where people had to like kids had to run in this temple, solve puzzles and get, get the treasure as they go. And you could either take the earlier treasure and leave, or you could continue on similar idea. It feels very similar to that TV show. So I love it. Yeah. Think that think Indiana Jones. Yeah. So you're, you're rolling your dice, getting symbols to move into other rooms. You have to clear a checkpoint or a, a spot of gems by, you know, rolling symbols in these other rooms so that you can escape this yeah. temple. So you you're trying to leave with, with the treasure. You start with 13 gems. 
you go into the rooms, you have to roll multiple symbols yeah. to release those gems or pick up those gems. Exactly. Basically yeah. was what you're doing. The idea is, is you're carrying them, but if we had to actually take the gems back to in front of us, because we're all rolling at the same time, it would be a massacre. You'd lose pieces immediately. So it's, it's a really neat game. I think we've talked about it before. Yep. This time I got to play it with the Curses expansion, which was interesting. I think we also played it. Is the treasure part of the Curses? Curses okay. and treasure is basically Curses and treasure. So we'll talk about the Curses first. That was fun. So there are now rooms that when you open them up, you are cursed. So there is a tile in there that says basically, you know, you can't talk until you roll the combination of dice that gets rid of the curse or if a dice rolls off the off the table it's gone from the game uh so it, it, again until you roll the combination that gets rid of that curse it added a neat aspect to the game i found it hilarious i never got a curse but i did oh no i got one where i was stuck in the room but okay. both mum and jordan got stuck with the one that they couldn't talk and all of a sudden they'd stop talking you'd be like guys guys we need this and you'd look over and they'd be like i can't talk i can't talk and they're waving which was just hilarious so the base escape is a fun game it's so funny but once you get onto it we were finishing in six minutes four to six minutes yeah. every time you add the curses it is nip it and is tuck stressful. if you are gonna get out of that yeah thing. it it adds a level of complexity but a good level of complexity it, it is because it, 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 it's not super hard to roll that combination. You nope. can help your friends out. Yep. Like if you're in the same room, you can roll the combinations to help them. It just adds one more thing to do. And you talk about the not being able to talk. You are so focused on your own dice. Yeah. You are not looking up. So if somebody stops talking, you don't even you notice. You don't even see it. And so it, it makes it really fun for a party game because it's really funny, but it also makes it stressful because you're like, okay, now we got to help this person out, but we also yeah. have to continue on and get these gems and we have to find the escape room. Well, and we were playing and the one game where we would split up. We were playing six players. Three would go one way, three yeah. would go the other. So the three go out one way. And that was you, your mom, and Jordan. Yeah. All three of you lock all your dice. And we were so far away from you. And we are on the opposite end. So we all have to hustle all the way back to unlock their dice. And it just yeah. wasn't happening from that point because the gongs went oh, off. Oh, we were. And, and then when the gong goes off, you have to get back to the room and we're all locked. You did have an incredible role, though, to get to us. You were there in probably two minutes, which is yeah, crazy. I, I pretty much hit every room perfect to yeah. get there. And then couldn't roll the stuff you needed. Yeah, which was unfortunate. <laughs> um, so Azul, or no, oh, not Azul. Uh, nope. Treasure uh, is what we have to talk about. The treasure. The treasure. So this is something added with curses, and I understand why. Curses make you lose things. The treasure are good things. So stuff like automatically get rid of a gem. You know, you're, the, you've picked up the gem. It's a free gem, and you get one off the board without having to get into a room that gets rid of them. Uh, things like two extra keys. So if you have to roll, you have to roll keys to get out of the temple, to escape the temple. Now you got two more that if you need to get out and you need those extra, you can do it. Yeah. Um, what was some of the other ones? There was just, there was there ones was that's gems, like. gems, there was those, there was the. Oh, unlock everybody on the board. Unlock, unlock everybody's cool. black dice. It was, there was the one that gives you another safe room. Yeah. So oh, right. we yeah. use and that where we passages. just there. Secret passages so you can go through walls. So it's nice because they're like, hey, we're going to kind of screw you over a little bit, but we're going to also make it easier for you in some ways, yeah. which was really fun. So, I thought it added a nice aspect to the game. Yeah. So if you like escape, but are getting a little bored with it, find this 
Yeah, get Find the expansions. The Curses, the Curses yeah. expansion is well worth it to add more flavor to that game. And there's more expansions, but we haven't played them yet, so we'll keep you updated as we try them out. So, those games went a little bit long in the discussions, so we still have a lot of games that we haven't discussed, but we will bring them up in future shows. Definitely, yeah. Uh, so, I am David. And I'm Shay. And you've been listening to Board on the Air, and we will talk to you next week. Have a good night.